Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. I am thrilled beyond thrilled to have you guys here today. And as you can see, I have guests. I have Mr. Christopher Hughes. Well, first of all, welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show, in case you forgot where you were listening to this on. And uh, my guests today are some of my favorite people. Uh, Mr. Christopher Hughes, streaming in live from Australia, seven in the morning there. And Six. Paula. Six. Six, I thought so. You're amazing. And Paula Peralta is in Los Angeles and is fabulous. And that's as great as my introductions get. I'm just a huge fan. <laughs> So I wanted to have them on today, you guys, because uh, first of all, they're having an amazing class that starts today called the How to Become Money Workbook. But every facilitator and every person facilitates this workbook and has a different perspective on money, which I think is the immense gift of access consciousness and of the facilitators is that we are also different. And so that's the first invitation we'll get to. But the second thing is like, um, you both are so different with money and we call this week's episode uh, money the hardest or the easiest part of your life which i totally stole from you chris because you threw that out there and i'm like good point um so i don't know i just thought we could just jump on here and riff and chat about money all things money <laughs> um my honestly my first curiosity for both of you is like have you do you currently have ease with money and have you always had ease with money and what is your money story in like a nutshell or a long one or whatever. Go, Miss Paula. Um, so thanks so much, Crystal, for having us, inviting us on. And um, I would say, no, I have not always had with ease with money. And I currently have more ease with money than I've ever had ever before in my life. And yeah. uh, it's just the beginning. So how does it get even better than that? Because it's like as much as like my wealth has grown and the ease with money that I've had over the last, I would say, especially a couple of years um, has has shifted. Like, I know it's just the beginning, like the tip of the iceberg, as they say. Yep. Uh, and it's really interesting because I've been looking at this thing about money. Obviously, like you said, Chris and I have the How to Become Money Workbook coming up. And uh, I was really struck yesterday where uh, I went to visit a friend who just had a baby and she had um, so she has like a one week old baby and then she also has twins who are about a year and a half old. And one of the things that I saw is I watched her like change and care for this, this newborn baby. And then what I also watched happen is just a few minutes later, the one and a half year old, she has a twin girl and then a twin boy. The twin girl actually came and like started like laying out a blanket and grabbed one of her babies and like started the process of like diapering her stuffed animal this exact same way she had seen her mother do like just a few minutes before. And it really struck me with like how much we are entrained to things that we don't even think about. We just see it as kids and we see like these these behaviors or these patterns or these things happen. We don't even know why we're doing the things we're doing, or we don't even really know exactly what we're doing a lot of times, but we just do it and we never question it because it's just the thing that we do. And I've realized more and more that that's a lot of how I was functioning with money. I was really functioning from like the ways that I saw my family functioning with money, the arguments that they were having about money, the lack of money that was being chosen at times, the like, you know, the, the poverty mentality, like, and, and sometimes like the wealth mentality, but it just showed up very differently for them. And I continued those behaviors without ever questioning them. And 
that's one of the things I've been looking at more and more is like, this is really about like changing your financial reality and having money with ease for me is about questioning everything you've ever been taught, everything you've seen about money, everything you've ever heard about money, good, bad, right, wrong. Like looking at all of it and being like, does this work for me? And does this contribute to the financial reality that I'd like to create? I love that. Yeah. Same, same for me. Short. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's, it was very similar for me too. Like I didn't even know that I was doing my parents' reality with money, which was total survival, total, total survival. Actually, it turns out you can create survival uh, with the same energy that you can turn around and create thrival. But I was only ever shown one way. And so that's just what I did. Yeah. So, yeah. Chris, tell me yours. Well, similar to um, Paula, I have not always had ease with money. I've always had a joy with money. I've always loved it. I've always loved what you could create with it. But I didn't always necessarily have ease with money. Um, am I currently having ease with money? Yes. And I want to clarify that because my ask is constantly getting bigger. When I say my ask, I mean that which I'm reaching for, that which I'm striving to create and bring yeah. in my life. Um, so it's not as though now I have lots of money in reserve so that I can enjoy my retirement. It's not really like that for me because I recognize that growing up, I learned to live hand to mouth me too. and there was a point where I was creating more and more money and my hand just got bigger and so did my mouth. <laughs> still, yeah, still like that, like going whatever I got in for the week or the month, I, that's how much I would spend and sometimes a bit more. Yeah. Now, what I'm doing is with every dollar that I earn and spend, it's an investment in something for the future. Hmm. And because I've been doing that so consistently now for so long, all of it is about creating more. So there's a, there's a level of peace with money in that I always know it'll be there and I always know what I ask for I will create. And... I'm never satisfied. So I'm always reaching for something greater. It's just instead of it going hand to mouth, it's going to create a, a, a grander playground to explore and, and be in. Does that make this, sense? Absolutely. This, this, I don't know if this is a silly question or not, but I was curious for you, like what, how do you expand like your menu of possibilities? And I know it's not a how, but what I've been recognizing is that like for me and for a lot of people that I see is our menus uh, growing up were very small. Like, you know, basically you've got two or three choices of, of living. And then as I started to travel for access classes, I just saw this like massive different set of possibilities. And what I've been looking at is like, what can I, what question can I be, or what can I ask to expand like what I can ask for? Because we do have humanoiditis, like more is our middle name. And um, so how do you, do you play with that? Or is it just naturally occurring for you in that you're like, oh yeah, that, that like, I don't even know if I'm asking it well. Yeah, no, no, I, I actually love that question. So for me, there's two things that came up with that. One is, um, and this is something that I'm looking at, and this is actually my ask going into, one of my asks going into the How to Become Money Workbook is like, 
to stop living in an either or universe. Mm -hmm. Like where as much as my wealth has grown, my financial reality has changed and shifted. Like I still very much am like, okay, I can do this or I can do this. And it's like, no, like I'm actually asking for a reality where I can choose all of it and I don't have to, but I have the capacity, like I'm able to choose all of it and have all of it with ease. Um, and going back to that initial question, I think for me, um, when I look at that question of like, how do you get, like, if you're not where you want to be, how do you get where you're trying to go? And for me, it's been a huge conversation about like really undefining money and acknowledging the places where money does show up. Like that's the first thing. So um, often we like condense money down to this, like it's dollars in the bank, it's a number in the bank account, it's um, like cash in hand. And it is those things. And it's also like the flow, it's the flow of receiving and the gifting that we be in the world naturally. Um, and like you said, the humanoid, like always wanting to create, we're constantly creating and generating. But if you, if you want something to grow, you have to acknowledge it showing up as it's showing up in your life. And so looking at the places where money's coming in and it may not look like, like I said, cash in hand, it may look like a friend buying your lunch or buying you coffee, or you get a 20% discount on, you know, whatever a purchase was. Um, I, even just yesterday, I went into a shop and um, they had sent me, of course, as they, as a shop does to lure you in, they had sent me like this, like, you know, you're a VIP customer, we'll give you 20% off. And so I went in um, to make my purchase and I got to the, to the cashier and I didn't have the coupon with me. And I was like, I swear it's in my, my email. And then what happened is the guy said, Hey, you know what? It's okay. I actually have um, an even bigger discount available for you. Um, you don't need the email. And so I ended up getting like more than twice, like off my purchase than I would have um, had I like been able to find that email and that right there, like that's money. And so I was like, Whoa, how's it going to be that? Thank you so much universe. Like, you know, and so that's the acknowledgement. It's that joy and that fun and that play of like, let's see, like, what can I acknowledge? What receiving can I acknowledge today? Like, that's the first step is looking at the places where you are receiving. And yet, you know, maybe your target is to be a millionaire or a billionaire, but right now, like you might have a negative balance in your bank account. That doesn't mean you don't have money. So in order to start the process of kind of moving into what you desire to have show up, it's about acknowledging what is currently showing up for you and then also asking for more of that to show up. Cool. Hmm. Chris, what do you got? Well, yeah, very similar to um, uh, Paula and always asking, what have you made impossible with money? Mm -hmm. Do you know, like, there's so many of us that have enough to be quote unquote satisfied and have a, a, a good life, quote unquote. And what else? What else would you actually like? I was having a conversation about this with Simone Millis's. Um, you know, one of the things that she was really inspired by recently was Dane here hiring a private jet to fly him from Houston in the United States, all the way to Milan in uh, in Italy. That's that's a six figure choice. <laughs> and when you see things like that, examples like that, people have either made it impossible or they've judged it and gone, "Well, that's ridiculous. That's too much." So my sort of thing right now is asking, "What have I made?" too much or what have I made impossible and challenging that and going, you know what? I'd like to have that. I, one of my greatest loves is fashion and clothes. And 
I'm bored with what you get shown in the shop. I want my one of my asks for myself is to be able to go to Valentino and go, yes, I'm interested in seeing the new spring line. What have you got? And start buying couture. Mm. And that's a totally different level of expenditure financially. But it's what I was looking at and I was like, well, why not? That's one of the things that brings me joy. And I would love to experience that. You know, what, what would you like to be adding to your life that could create more for you and more joy and more for your body and create a question in other people's worlds? Like I guarantee doing that will make some people judge and other people question. And in either case, you're creating a possibility. That is, I love that so love much. That and so I know much. in our um, in our conversations, like Crystal and Chris, we were creating a few days ago. And one of the questions that like popped for me with money that I, that really along the lines of what Chris talked about is like, if, if the purpose of money were to nurture your body, how much would you allow yourself to have? And I love that question. It's such a different approach, like fundamentally with regard to money. Like we, we often go to like money's to pay your bills, money's to, you know, like buy, put the food on the table, money's to pay the car note, like whatever that is. Right. But like, if, if you stop for just a moment, you were like, okay, the purpose of money is to nurture my body. How does that change the way that you play with money, the way that you ask for money, the, the amount of money that you're actually willing to have and be when you buy the Valentino clothes or you buy the like super high end impractical car because your body, it just makes your body sing with joy. Um, I went into, I have a friend who um, I introduced to the tools of access consciousness a few years ago, specifically with, specifically with regard to money. And I gave him the getting out of debt joyfully book by Simone Millicis. And I've watched his financial reality change. And a couple of weeks ago, he um, he's always had like an affinity for Gucci, but had never been in a Gucci store. And so I took him and I said, come on, we're going to Gucci. Like we're going to, I'm going to, we're going to walk in there and we're just going to look at stuff. And, um, <clears throat> and there was no expectation, but like we walked up and there was this really beautiful Gucci jacket on the, um, like hanging up and I, I took it down. And I was like, I think this would actually look great on you. And it's your size. And he was like, what? Oh my goodness. So we put it on and I watched his body come to life and the joy that was on his face. Mm. And it was this, it was this thing where like, yeah, okay. It was a, you know, it was more than he had invested up to that point on a jacket, but the, the joy and the, like the nurturing that was in his body, it was a no question about whether or not that jacket like needed to go home with him right and he ended up purchasing it and it was a totally in a beyond for like the next several hours afterwards but like that's the thing where it's it's one of those things when you're actually looking at the places that where you can use money to nurture your body and maybe it's not a gucci jacket right now like you know five ten years ago that was beyond that was an absolute beyond for me right like i could have never even walked into gucci let alone encourage my friend, and friend. <laughs> but you know like but that's the thing is like, what if you're actually willing to even start to explore the impossible, just like Chris was saying, like the thing that you're like, who the hell do I think I am walking into Gucci or purchasing organic vegetables or, you know, like carrots are expensive. You know what I mean? But it's like, whatever your thing is like, and now, you know, I'm talking about Gucci now, but like, like I said, 10 years ago, like I was broke mm -hmm. and 
that, you know, like, so my reality has continued to, to shift and change and I'm asking for more, but it's like, what's your thing right now that puts you into beyond? Like choose that, do that, go into that store, put on that Rolex, even if it seems like it's 50 years down the road, like start that process, process of introducing your body to things that are nurturing and nourishing for it. You don't have to go home with it, but experience that energy. So you're familiar with it. And then that's the energy that you continue to ask for to show up. And that's the, though that informs your choices. So cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. So um, I want to tell a quick story about that because we're on this, this thing about bodies and uh, you know, think doing things like paying the extra to fly first class, people have a lot of judgment of that, but really what it's for is your body. You don't have to line up as long. You get more space, you get a more comfortable seat, you get better food. These are all, yeah, these are all things that are for your body, right? Now, I remember once I was flying from Perth to Brisbane in Australia, which is about a five hour flight. And I was flying uh, first class. So I was getting on the plane first. And I'll never forget, there was a, a little boy with his grandfather in line. And the little boy said, Grandpa, what's first class? He was fascinated by it. And the grandfather said, oh, that's just for people who need to pay too much so they feel better about themselves. <laughs> and I went, wow, this is where you get delivered and, and implanted with a point of view. So I got on the plane first and sat down. And as soon as I saw the grandpa and the little boy getting on the plane, I pulled so much energy from the little boy and, and projected at his body the joy and the gift of having money and enjoying it. Yeah. I was like, it's not wrong to buy somebody else's point of view. And there is so much more possible and available. I'm just realizing as we're talking, like how much, um, you know, structure has been just invented in, an, I mean, even just the, the different classes on the airlines was an invention to create something, right? Like all these inventions that we've just, we just bought them as, as real and true and, and then created these stories around them. And what's really true is that we can choose can choose. <laughs> like, that's so cool. Yeah. You can choose to make it hard or you can choose to make it easy. Yes. And that's the thing too that, you know, we talk about so much that like anything you're willing to look at, you can change. Yeah. And when you, when you look at a lifetime of entrainment or lifetimes, right, of entrainment and points of view around money, it's a lot. And it, and it can be, it can be overwhelming. And that's where like, you know, going back to the how to become money workbook and thanks for popping up. I see the, the, um, yeah. So, um, the thing about that is the questions in the how to become money workbook are designed to start to peel away all of those like limiting beliefs, all of that entrainment, yeah. all of those places and spaces where you actually have like bought a lot of lies about money, but never looked at them because you've never been, you've never questioned them or had someone else question you about them. Um, and that's, what's really, really cool when you see the how to become money workbook, whether, whether you've done it one time or a hundred times, there is still like there's layers and layers and layers that allow you to step into greater and greater and greater. 
And so that's I, Chris sent on an email recently that said like it's not it's not just for poor people. No, child. <laughs> and it's so true though because I was excited to like facilitate this class with Chris as I was the first time we did it and the first time I read it years before yeah. that. So it's like there's this excitement of like, ooh, what's gonna happen as we like look come together in like vulnerability and willingness to create more and start to like really ask these questions and get present with them. The yeah. first time we did this book, I personally made $70,000 that month. You that shut I, up. I Don't shut up. So I came to do this series for what it creates for me. I don't really go sure about anybody else. That's I'm, I'm the same. I'm in for myself, for sure. We had a woman that came in at the beginning. So it's 10 sessions. A woman came in at the beginning, and she had like thousands and thousands of dollars in credit card debt. And the last, um, the last session, um, she popped in our, we have like a chat with all the attendees. She popped a zero balance. Like she took a picture and her, her credit card like debt was a, a zero balance, like in 10 sessions. So it's like, and again, disclaimer, that may or may not happen for you. So whatever you do, <laughs> but like, that's the thing is, you know, Chris is generating $70,000. Like I'm changing my financial reality as well. Um, yeah. I just put down a down payment for a new car that I'm like really excited about. Yay. Yay. And I like a, six months ago, a year ago, I never, in, I never in a million years would have like even considered something like that. And it's, I, I mean, yeah, the workbook for me has been intense. Like I, I said this on Christopher's show, like it's, it was the thing that I used to change where I was functioning from with money. Cause I was doing exactly what Chris said, which was epic hand to mouth and getting down to less than zero every month. And, you know, in, with facilitating, I had an access business and I was doing access, except I would, you know, wake up in the morning and my first thoughts about money were worry and stress and I, how little I had. And I finally got it. I'm like, if I don't actually look at where I'm foundationally functioning from with money, if I don't change the roots, the leaves are just gonna keep showing up the same. So. I realized the one thing I'd never done was do what Gary told us, which was go through the how to become money <laughs> The one thing I had never tried was the one thing Gary said to do. Yeah. Oh, I did it. And yeah, every week for eight weeks is really what it took for me. Like I went through, I sat down and did the whole thing in one sitting on the extreme and like four hours. But like I started to, the conscious, it like just opened up more consciousness. I could actually perceive what I was doing to myself that I was so unconscious before I was just, functioning from it. And eight weeks later, I finally got it. I'm like, oh, well, if I can put this much energy into creating shit, I guess I can put this much energy into creating something great. And that was the beginning of just changing the fight forever. Like it just changed forever after that. So I'm so thrilled you guys are doing this. Yeah. Me too. It yeah. oozes into your world in a way that is just can't be described perfectly. It's not about like we do activities in the class to get you to see where you're functioning from, but what it changes and how it changes it is really quite magical. It's, it's not so linear as, oh, I realize I'm doing this. I'll stop that and then things will get better. It's not like that. It just, mm -hmm. things, it, it percolates into your world and then things just change in the weirdest and most unexpected ways. Yeah, it like molecularly melts everything and then you're like just different after. <laughs> Awesome. Cool. Well, you guys are more than welcome to join us. We start tonight. Um, I the link is right there. If three and a half hours from now. Three and a half hours. Yeah. So jump. 
And <laughs> and if you're watching this in the future, I'm sure this will be in the shop um, somewhere where you can email support at mrchristopherhughes.com and ask him for it if you miss it. But um, if you're watching now, we can't wait to see you if that's something you're choosing. And you guys, thank you so much for being in the world. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Bye, you guys. We'll see Bye. you all next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of Access Consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm.